0: Hi, I'm Scott Barstow. You can find me at scottbarstow.com, and you are listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy
1: Podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guide podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. So I do go around the world. This is a pure global show and we help everybody in the world who is an aspiring app entrepreneur, app developer, indie developer, small developer, uh, maybe working on side projects. This is the podcast for you. Do stay tuned. Uh, We try to Uh, bring you the best content that we can possibly uh, get from the people that know what they're talking about. And I've got someone who really knows what they're talking about today because he is the co-founder of Pies. And we're going to uh, talk about the current state of the app store. We're going to talk about uh, maybe obstacles that you're facing as a developer. I think that'll be relevant. Maybe how to create apps, uh, get traction, uh, the role of automation, and a bit more about Pies. Uh, let me introduce uh, Prabjot Singh. He is the co-founder of Pies, and uh, he's here on the AppGuy podcast. So welcome to the show, Prabjot. Thanks, Paul. Uh, glad to be here and, uh, for, and
0: excited for the opportunity to talk to you.
1: Wonderful to have you on. So uh, let's just start with uh, Pies, you know, in a, a, an elevator pitch. Uh, what, how would you sum up what you do at, at Pies?
0: So our mission is pretty simple at Pies. Uh, we solve the biggest problem that any app developer faces. Uh, people download a lot of apps because there's a lot of apps on the app store, but people use very few applications. Uh, so we solve the challenge of retaining users by automating analysis, engagement, and personalization for mobile apps so that anyone can have the same sophisticated tools that big companies like Facebook, LinkedIn, or Zenga use to uh, make their apps sticky. If Whether you're a Fortune 1000 or you're two guys in a garage, we can give those same capabilities to you.
1: And it's really interesting you mention that because Facebook is definitely the dominant uh, player on the App Store. They always are uh, top of the charts. Uh, you know, do you think there are there's room for indie developers to get traction and have success with their particular apps on the App Store?
0: You know, the deck is definitely stacked against the indie developer today. If you go back years ago, you know, to the beginning of the app store, and I'm talking 2006 2007 2008, you actually saw a lot of indie apps being successful and topping the charts. Uh, Unfortunately, over the last few years, we've seen, you know, what I like to call the corporatization of the app store, where you've got these big players that are completely dominating the space right so it's very hard for the indie developer to break in and you know one of the big issues is is data right the big companies can build these big data platforms they're collecting all kinds of information about you and me um, and they know exactly what kind of ads to show us they know exactly what kind of content to show us they know how to personalize the experience for me so that you know it's an enjoyable experience uh and unfortunately you know indie developers just don't have those same capabilities right um they're just focused on trying to get a product out the door you know probably trying to achieve product market fit uh but you know they don't have access to data scientists they don't have access to these intelligence platforms that are using machine learning and you know all these other fancy technologies to really uh you know individualize each person's experience and without that it becomes really hard to compete and uh you compete for screen time really
1: yeah that's a good segue to talk about the current state of the app store the apple app store the android app store how do you see it right now in terms of how it's looking
0: i you know it's uh it's still a wide open market in the sense that, uh, you know, we, we often like to talk about the app stores as the wild, wild west, right, where you've, you've, you've sort of, and, and I think we've started, as there, it's sort of matured, there is more predictability in terms of the type of revenue that you can generate, um, and the app stores are still, I think, the best way to get distribution for product easily in the history of software right because you can immediately get access to billions of devices by uploading your app in just a couple of places uh, we've never had that kind of capability before uh, as as developers as innovators as entrepreneurs so if you think about okay well how many apps are being downloaded 2016 was a record high How much time is being spent in apps? 2016 was a record high. Uh, But also, how many apps are being uploaded to the app stores? 2016 was a record high, right? So not only is the opportunity the hottest that it's ever been, the competition is also the hottest, right? So uh, as with anything, right, I mean, everyone wants a piece, and uh, you have lots of people with great ideas that are executing, but, you know, I think the app store still present a great opportunity to get services out there, a great opportunity to generate revenue.
1: And in terms of the obstacles that maybe you see developers facing, certainly, you know, small developers, indie developers that tend to listen to the AppGuy podcast, uh, what are those obstacles as you can see it
0: so you know there's there's two or three things that uh, that, that we kind of hear again and again when we talk to uh, to, to smaller app publishers uh, you know teams of maybe one to five people or ten people even um, so one is understanding who their users are because you can't really optimize your your application or you know or get to product market fit without really knowing who your users are. And, and unfortunately the app stores kind of create this firewall uh, right between the, the publisher and the user where they know everything about the user uh, but yeah you know, the publisher actually knows very little right You might use some analytics solution that they'll tell you where they're clicking in the app but yeah that's about it, right. Um, so th- that's one of the big challenges of uh, that all app publishers faces who are my users? Uh, what is their behavior, and once you know that, the the next big challenge is how do I engage with those users in a meaningful way, right? Because, uh, without you know, with, with through push, through in app messaging, through email, through uh, you know SMS, MMS, whatever, right? So these are all. Uh, uh, Challenges for small app publishers because the services that enable this generally cost thousands of dollars, which you know I've built apps uh, in 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 in, uh, in in the past and you know I've had apps with millions of users and you know and I still wouldn't be able to afford paying you know a few thousand dollars a month to send out push and in app messaging and those types of capabilities, um, so you know and this really gave genesis to the idea of pies of Okay, well, I had a problem myself in not understanding my users, not being able to communicate with my users. So the idea of Pies was really to kind of level the playing field and give those capabilities to everyone. And then we've added a bunch more uh, features to enable personalization so that you can really start to personalize the experience of each user.
1: It's just so interesting to hear you speak uh, about uh, maybe more focus on engagement than uh, downloads. I mean, we've had over 500 episodes of the App Guide podcast and you know, in the early days, it was all about downloads. But the way I see it, a download is just uh, one person downloading it at one point in time and uh, it, they may never come back so i'd love to hear about engagement uh, i would love to know like now how can we create apps that do actually get traction and any tips for us
0: oh that's a that's a really good question right um and y- y- you hit the nail on the head right uh, installs is a vanity metric and uh, unfortunately, a lot of the metrics that we measure in the industry are vanity metrics. So even a metric like uh, daily active users, which is kind of considered you know, the standard in the market, it's even used in earning calls for these public app companies and so forth, I, I think is a fairly um, unimpressive metric because let's say there's an application you download it i download it you use it three times a day for 20 minutes each session and i used it for 1 second right we're actually both counted as the daily active user number or the monthly active user number so you know the, so when you get a download and you can buy downloads all day long right if you've got enough of a budget you can you can pay facebook you can pay google um, and you can generate as many downloads as you want. the 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 real metrics to care about, you know, are are engagement and retention. and and the way you drive retention is by focusing on it at the design time, right? How do I want to create cycles of engagement within the application so that I keep users coming back, uh, right? And And Facebook's great at doing that, right, in terms of, uh, you know, my friend Ted uh, just uploaded a photo. Well, hey, I want to see what it is. I might get an email uh, or, you know, someone might share his photo and I'll get a notification so it's a great way to kind of get me re-engaged. and you know, when I'm there you know I'm uh, next thing I know I've lost an hour looking at you know Ted's entire <laughs> <laughs> wedding album right so uh, so how do you create that for your application? Uh, that's important to uh, to sort of think through in the beginning but as you get users, there's a lot of cool things that we can do uh, to ensure that users stay sticky so, for instance, like, we know that, you know, a third of the people who download any app will ever only use it once. So you've literally got five to ten seconds of that first app experience to make it count. So, you, you know, we sh- you should automate an onboarding campaign to give that person a relevant message uh, that tells them, you know, something about the application, something that's relevant to them, so that they get hooked and they want to come back. Uh, similarly, uh, when you start to have sort of a you know, whole slew of users, it's important to start categorizing those users into different uh, groups, right? So you might have loyal users, or you might have uh, dormant users. Uh, you might have users that are at risk of attrition. You know, ticketing app might have uh, VIP ticket holders or discount ticket buyers. So you essentially. You, start grouping these users into meaningful categories and then there's different business objectives for each user so you've got to sort of define uh different user journeys for each of them so that you can push those users towards that objective right someone who's really loyal but has never bought something right i I might group them as an under monetized user and and then you can kind of institute a a push in app MMS campaign to drive them towards purchasing something, right? Similarly, someone who's a dormant user, well, you know, I might send them a push notification to remind them why they downloaded the app in the first place. Um, and, and that's the kind of stuff we do with Pies. Like, we'll automatically segment the user base and give you the ability to start interacting with each group of users in a meaningful way.
1: I so love what you said there about under-monetized users, and I'm sure that many people listening to this now uh, have many (laughs) under-monetized users, be included. I launched an app that almost reached a million users, and I think every single one of them was under-monetized. But uh, so we're we're all very busy. You mentioned earlier that uh, there's a lot that the big boys basically do that we can't kind of do ourselves because we're smaller and you know smaller teams but I wondered what we could do in terms of automation what's the role of automation and how can it help us with uh, uh, getting traction and all these other things
0: yeah well you know I live by the rule of automate everything right? whatever you can and and, and that's important because you know let, let's take your app for example Paul like you had an app with you know a million users right um, the the rest of us, you know, when we have access to sort of basic analytics tools, uh, like Google Analytics or or Flurry or you know any any of these types of solutions, we have to kind of do a lot of manual analysis ourselves, to create segments of users, right, uh, and then analyze those segments for things that we care about, right, engagement or monetization or whatever. Now, when you've got a million users, how do you even come up with the, the right segments and groupings of users to analyze. Uh, it, it's kind of impossible. Um, and that's all you'd be doing if you, like an earnest, started focusing on that. Um, so it's important to have a, a solution that can kind of automate segmentation so you can easily understand what makes your users different. So you have some loyal users and you have some dormant users, right? What's the difference between those users? What makes a dormant user dormant? What makes a um, a loyal user loyal? Because you know I want to go out and get more loyal users, right? Obviously, uh, or you know in a game you might have a minnow and a whale, uh, people who are spending a lot of money and people you know who are not spending any money. So uh, kind of the way you do with like you know Facebook has these look like audiences, uh, we can then start to kind of st- engage users that fit a particular mold. So that's kind of automating analysis, right? So now you've got a grouping of users that meet different criteria that you know we we understand and we can see what aspects of the app each type of user is using because you know maybe I need to make some changes in my application to move those users along.
1: Actually, it's fascinating you're talking about segmenting each group because I can imagine that you do get lots of different users who can fit into many different categories. Uh, some of that you've already mentioned but uh, uh, are there any other ways to automate other than maybe putting it uh, the users into different categories uh, any other suge- suggestions about automation yeah absolutely so once once you've put users in different categories
0: you can then start to automate engagement with those users because there's there's going to be different engagement paths for you know someone who's a loyal user or a season ticket holder or a discount ticket buyer for you know let's say a ticketing app right uh, and once you have that understanding of okay these are the different groups of users you can then start to automate almost dri- think of it like a drip campaign for mobile where you're sending out post messages or in app messages to drive users to a particular uh, objective, whether you know it's purchase for under monetized user or getting them reengaged for a user at risk of attrition. Uh, so that's also another type of automation that can be done. And, and it's important to do that because to do analysis against users, and especially if you've got a million, two million users um, on a monthly basis, it's, it's almost impossible to sort of figure out what kind of push
1: messaging you should send to who and when you should send it. So that, that seems like a good way, Prabhupada. I mean, it actually seems like a good chance to talk about Pies. And, you know, you are a growth platform. You help developers uh, grow, get traction, segment. But maybe we could go into more analysis about uh, what it is you you do for developers and how people can use your platform.
0: Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, so, you know, as Matt mentioned, we so we essentially automate segmentation uh, and anal- now the analysis piece, and then we enable automation of engagement and then personalization. So those are sort of the three key things that we do. Um, the analysis we we spoke about earlier in terms of being able to identify, okay, what are the trends and patterns at a macro level, right, across the entire user base? Uh, what aspects of the app are being used, not being used? Uh, and then once you have that understanding and you can start to spot, you know, okay, these are the trends and, oh, here's an anomaly. What does this anomaly mean? Uh, once you have that understanding, you can then kind of have the segmentation of users and then you can start to engage with those users in, in a meaningful way. And you know, we do a lot of the heavy lifting. Like if you've got a million users, we know the best time to reach every single user of the application uh, so that they'll be most receptive. Right. So if you and I are using an app, you use it at uh, 2 in the morning, I use it at 2 in the afternoon, and I want to send out a push notification, we'll automatically send it at the right time right, to, to, to both of us. Um, so those types of intelligence capabilities are kind of built in. Uh, and then you can, you can sort of set up campaigns to trigger on events. You know, If you've got an e-commerce app and someone's adding an item to a cart and then they abandon that cart, well, you know, maybe we should send them a coupon, right, for that item, so that we get them re-engaged and convert that user. Uh, so you can set up those types of automated actions uh, with Pies. You can sort of do analysis to say, okay, show me all the users that have, um, you know, high engagement in my application, but you know they haven't spent a dime with me, right? So now I can take that group of users and I can sort of say, OK, let me reach out to these users right now. And, and we enable that kind of analysis in real time across millions of users if you've got them. Um, and then finally, personalization. So you can kind of say, OK, well, I'm going to start personalizing the experience of these different user groups. right? So maybe my loyal users will see a different interface than you know, my not so loyal users. So uh, or my season ticket holders will see a different uh, UI so they can pick their VIP seats versus people who buy discount tickets. Right. Um, So you can easily kind of start to morph the application to be very uh, centered around each individual so that it becomes, you know, a, a personalized experience for everyone.
1: You know, I, I love that. It. It's a shame this didn't exist years ago because it just seems like, you know, what we were talking about at the start, the big companies have the big resources and they have these departments almost that are doing the stuff that you're now enabling the smaller companies, the indie app developers, everyone really who can now use your platform to uh, do all this big data ana- analysis and automate it at, a, am guessing, a fraction of the budget that it would cost. Uh, and so that, that's really fascinating.
0: That's right. That's right. And, and, and you know, like I said, it came uh, it, it, it this necessity, right, as they say, is a mother of invention in many regards. So myself and my uh, co-founders, like this was a pain point that we had. And we thought, you know, it didn't make sense to solve it for one application. It wasn't cost effective, but we could build a platform, right? And, and Pies is free to get started with. And our, you know, uh, our, our lowest tier actually is free for up to a million monthly active users. So, we, you know, we want to kind of help everyone be successful. And,
1: and if you're successful, we know we'll be successful as a business. Well, that is fantastic. So really then, how can people... Uh, Go and sign up to Pies. And where's the best place to go? Uh, Pies.com.
0: P-Y-Z-E dot com. And uh, you can just click on the Get Pies button and get going.
1: Uh, and for all those English uh, out there, the, uh, the in my native tongue, it's uh, P-Y-Z-E. <laughs> That's right. P-Y-Z-E. Mm-hmm. P-Y-Z-E.com. Um, and um, Prabhupada, uh, it'd be wonderful to um, know how to reach out to you personally as well, because you're so inspirational as a founder. And I'm sure that you've inspired a lot of people. Uh, how can people reach out and connect with you?
0: Absolutely. You can reach out to me on on Twitter at uh, SS. Um, or you can shoot me an email at uh, ps, uh,
1: my first initial, last initial, at pies.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the App Guy podcast and sharing uh, v- hugely valuable uh, content. And uh, we look forward to, uh, I guess, using the platform and seeing... Uh, All the success stories from people uh, who who have come out and uh, it's changed their business so thank you very much absolutely no the pleasure
0: is all mine and yeah and uh, you know and and certainly an open invitation to all your listeners you know feel free to reach out to me i i often give advice on you know app concepts or uh, you know product market fit discussions uh, or something i can weigh in on so always happy to help in any way i can